All right, so we have Geometric Bananas with us, and Geometric Bananas runs the Kevin and Bean Chucklehead Instagram and, and Twitter accounts, and they play a whole bunch of clips. If you guys haven't heard, Steve and Luke are two listeners. If you guys haven't heard, they play a bunch of old Kevin and Bean clips, and so we want, we decided to bring Geometric Bananas in to talk about it. Thank Yay. you for having me. <laughs> so how long have you been doing the Chucklehead page? Uh, okay, so that's a long story. So. Originally, I had opened it first up right after everybody was let go at the beginning of the pandemic. And for me, I opened it up because I was like, you know what? I can't have my mornings without Kevin to me. I, I just can't. So yeah. I, I opened up the page and I, I just said, you know what? If all of you are like me who are taking this really, really hard, just follow the page. I'm just going to be posting up my favorite clips because... Even when they were still on the air, I would go back and I'd listen to the podcast and I would just re-listen to episodes that just had me dying on the floor. And I, what I started doing is I, was, I thought to myself, you know what? I want to hear this specific thing from this specific episode and then move on to the next specific thing from the next specific episode. So I'm just going to grab all my favorite clips and I'm going to put them on this page. And if anybody else misses them the way that I do, then they can follow the page with me. If not, then at least I can amuse myself. Well, <laughs> well, what happened was, I, I don't know, who, I still to this day have no idea who it was, but somebody ended up doing a prank on me and they pretended to be a lawyer's office, sending me a cease and desist. And I, you know, I'm just a, you know, a stay-at-home mom. You know, I'm, at the time, it was 2020. So I was sorry, numbers are hard. I'm 35. So I was just like, what, 32, 33 when this happened. I have no idea of how any of this happened. So I got the cease and desist and I freaked out and I just shut everything down. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll leave it alone. And me and Dave, me, well, the coven and Dave and the coven and Omar, you know, we're, we're all friends. So we were hanging out with Dave and we told him that I had run the Chuckleheads page and he was like oh that was you that's cool we were talking about it and he asked me he goes why did you shut it down and I, I told him I said well I got a cease and desist and he goes wait from who so I started telling him everything and when I told him he goes that sounds like it was a prank because a cease and desist has to come from in a letter form from a lawyer's office and he was explaining the situation to me I was like oh my god I was pranked I have no idea who did it. I have no clue at all. So after we talked about it and he was telling me, you should open it up again. And I thought, you know what? It made me happy doing it. So I'm going to open it up again. So then when I opened it up again, I just stuck with it. And if it happens again, I'm going to send it to Dave and ask him, hey, is this legit? <laughs> or is this another prank? <laughs> So was it asking for money, the cease and desist, or is it just like stop? It was just stop. It was saying you do not have the permission to be playing these uh, these clips. You are not the rights owner. Basically saying you need to stop or we're going to come after you. Mm. And who did it appear to be from? It just, I don't remember because it was back in 2020. Uh. But yeah, but the... Um, the name was like a initial and then the last name. So it looked legit to me. <laughs> but again, like I'm 
I have no idea what to look for. I've never done this before. I've never interacted with anything like this. So I just saw what looked like an official letter or not a letter. It was actually an email. Uh, I thought it was legit. And I just freaked out. I panicked and I shut everything down. And then when I told Dave, he's like, yeah, they're not going to send you a cease and desist through an email. So right. <laughs> yeah. well, if you put it that way, then yeah, it sounds ridiculous. But at the time I didn't, I didn't know. Oh, oh yeah. I had, if I had gotten an email like that, I would have, I would have done exactly what you did like that. That's, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I panicked. So I shut everything down. And when I talked to Dave about it, that's when he was like, no, they're not going to send it to you through an email. It's going to be in an actual letter form and it's going to be like a whole legal process. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's good to know. And that's when he told me you should open it up again. And then that's when I did. You do not realize you're running the risk of taking legal advice from Janky Cow. So, <laughs> you know what? Well, that's so. a good point. <laughs> if something does happen, I'm going to say, hey, don't ask me, ask Dave Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Sanchez, attorney at law. Exactly. 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 Death my lawyer. My Death lawyer. judge and Dave attorney Sanchez. at law. <laughs> exactly. So, I'm just going to say, hey, I'm not going to answer any questions. I request my lawyer and I'm going to call Dave Sanchez right now. (laughs) (laughs) So on the Kevin and Bean Chuckleheads page, I, I love taking requests because yeah, I I initially took, I opened up the page because I wanted to just go back and hear my favorite clips. But then when I saw how much joy it was bringing everybody, people were like, Hey, did you happen to have this clip? I was like, anything you want to hear, let me know. I will go, I'll do my best to find it because there's been a couple that I haven't been able to find and I'll say you know what I'm sorry I looked but I couldn't find it but um whatever they ask for I do my best to request and then it never fails every time I post whatever they request they are so happy and they thank me thank you so much I've been wanting to hear this and I I only have my memory to hear it again and now I can hear it here and then like all of the other listeners are like, oh my gosh, I remember this. Or there's others who are like, I've never heard this before. Oh my gosh. And you know, it, it's, it makes me so happy to see how happy it makes others. And it makes me feel sane because, yeah, you know, I'm here thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm such a, a creep of how much I miss Kevin and Bean. I still listen to them every single day, all day. You know, and it makes me happy knowing that there's other people out there that miss them just as much as I miss them. So what's the um, method to your method? Do you just skip around and pick random in the, if it's not a request, do you just skip around to different episodes or how do you go go in order? Yeah. So what I'm doing right now is I'm starting with the actual podcast app and I'm just going for as far back as they have, which the podcast app, it goes far back as mid-April of 2017. So Ralph is still there. So I just, yeah. So I go back there and I start from there and I'm just listening to every single episode. Anything that makes me laugh, I pull it, you know, and I just figured, okay, if there's something that somebody else wants to hear from this episode, they'll just tell me, hey, can you pull this clip? And then I'll just go back and... I think that was probably my fault because my connection dropped. I apologize. Geometric bananas. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, okay. So sorry. I am a female Kevin. So where was I? <laughs> so I asked you how many requests do you get? How many requests? Okay. So it depends. There's sometimes where I'll go 
kind of like weeks without getting a request. And then it, there's some where it's like every single day I'll get multiple people asking me. So I think the most I ever got in three days, I got 30 requests. Wow, oh my yeah. goodness. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's, it's a lot, but you know what? I, I don't, I don't care. And the, the, I actually was talking to somebody who follows the page. They, they were messaging me and they said, you know what? I just want to say thank you for what you're doing. You know, I don't know if anybody else has told you this, but you know, we, all of us really appreciate this because it brings back memories. It gives us the laugh that we need. And I told them, you know what? It, it brings me joy because growing up, I had three older brothers and they all moved out by the time I was like maybe eight. So by the time I was eight, I was pretty much by myself. And I kind of had Kevin and Bean to be with me, you know, and I, I always say Kevin and Bean shaped my humor. Literally the person I am today is because of Kevin and Bean. I, I always say it. And anybody who listens to Kevin and Bean always tells me the exact same, exact same thing. It's like, oh my God, I'm looking at a Kevin with boobs. <laughs> it's like what they, I always get that. <laughs> I always get that. Ooh, and Don't say yeah, that. And what? <laughs> no and, you gotta tattoo that on your back or put that on your gravestone man that's a that's a great sound bite yeah and it's funny because um I was interacting with Kevin on Twitter and I told him I said Kevin I'm just a female you and he said oh I feel horrible for your husband <laughs> um but yeah I it, it brings it it makes me happy to pull these clips and you know I I'm a stay-at-home mom I've got two kids and my oldest is in school and I have my baby so when I'm not working on the page I'm obviously with my kids and then you know my husband helps me so much with the kids and he helps me even with the page sometimes so I, I I'm enjoying it nice. I think you might be the first person like that Cause like all of us, we tell our significant others about Kevin and Bean and they're like, you know, stop talking about that. You're boring me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is he, he didn't listen as much to Kevin and Bean as I did, but they, he still listened to them a lot compared to his other friends. And like, there'll be some times where I'll say like a Kevin and Bean ism, you know, like for example, if I'll tell him, if he says like a corny joke and I tell him file, he knows yes. exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but if, um, gosh, well, I just actually told him one the other day. Uh, I forgot what the other inside joke was that I told him the other day. But I I said something to him and he looked at me like, what? I got sorry to Kevin. He, he's used to me. He knows that if you want me in your life, you get my Kevin and Bean obsession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, it's like uh, the crazy cat ladies. They're like, you know, if you got to take me with the cat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're all the same here. I mean, we started a podcast <laughs> for the same exact reason. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I wish, I wish I thought of starting just a page. Might be less work. Yeah. But <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of fun just sitting and chatting with everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that keeps us going because we've uh, the four of us found a very like-minded people with the whole Kevin and Bean obsession and it's it's mm-hmm. even more when the show left 
I think for me, I ran into more Kevin and Bean people than I knew of. I thought I was the yeah. only one. I thought I was mm-hmm. on an island. But then the show ended and everybody came up like some kind of some kind of movie saying, I too am a Kevin and Bean fan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> And, but, you know, uh, I, I don't remember who put it, but I don't remember if it was the B team or somebody said that the reason why they, their theory on why us who love the Kevin and Bean show so much and why we kind of take so, so much ownership of it is because K-Rock was kind of for the uncool kid. You know, it was for the the skaters or for the the one the kids who felt left out. And that was definitely me. That was definitely me growing up. You know, I didn't have many friends growing up. So I, I felt that Kevin and Bean, I I, I don't know. I I just, that's how I definitely feel. I like they were the outsiders, you know, like their, their station didn't hit. Like, what was it that Bean used to say? Like only if you were just like in certain portions of LA, then that's when you'd hear them. Yeah. Like once you put that yeah. one step, then that's it. You can't hear them anymore. <laughs> like you exactly. just hear static. Yeah. yeah. So that that's why I think I resonate with them so much is because they were the outsiders. Nobody when they first came on the scene, nobody even wanted them. You know, they kept saying, "You you know, you guys ru- ruined K Rock. You ruined you ruined our favorite station," and they just dealt with it. And I'm sorry, but I mean, 30 years on the radio, yeah. I mean, come on, that that's an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I, I don't know any other morning radio station that has a following and a loyal following like Kevin and Bean. Because of them, there's the Quitters Never Give Up podcast, and then there's Chuckleheads, and then people still walk around with the, the Quitters Never Give Up shirts, and people still cling to it so much like as if it's going to be on tomorrow morning yeah mm-hmm. you know there, there's something special about that show yeah yeah there's even the stream now right exactly mm-hmm. the rewind yep. and it's the so rewind. funny because we reached out to the guy who does the rewind and he was kind of like i don't understand why you're interested in this like do, do you like why do you want to talk to me? And we're like, you don't understand the level of crazy that we are to like be so into this thing that ended in 2019, but is such a big part of shaping all of our lives. Yes, it, it, it they really mm-hmm. did. Uh, one of the the janky town um, like meetings that they had when Omar was still there and he brought Kevin on it was such a big deal to me because they've shaped so much of who I am. And not just that they've been there for me. There's so many of my ups and my downs. And there was a point where I, I went through a really bad depression because I, me and my husband, we got pregnant and we were going to have a baby girl and we lost her. So while I was grieving and going through that grieving process, I'll never forget this. I was still listening to Kevin and Bean and they were kind of like making me laugh, but obviously I was still in a deep, deep depression. And I will never forget this. One day my husband told me, you know, because we both were, we both were very, very depressed. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go get us something to eat. We need to eat. So he went and I'm listening to the podcast and he came back. And the minute 
he sat down and said, okay, let's, let's eat. Go ahead. Turn up Kevin and Bean. Right when he said that the next segment was Bean's death corner. (laughs) 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 And we looked at each other. What are the chances? What are the chances that this is what comes on? You know, we dine of laughter and we're like, okay, we got to find the humor in this. And we just, it, they, they helped us out of a lot. Yeah. I, I know for me growing up, a lot of times the dark humor that they had, especially in the nineties was a big, uh, a big shaper for me to laugh at all the crappiness around me. You know, anything that was bad, I was able to laugh about it. exactly well that's kevin you know look for the comedy Mm -hmm. and so and same thing too i somebody suggested on the kevin and bean social page back in march 2020 just to go back and to listen to all the old episodes and so i did i started back in 2006 and it totally got me through all the nonsense that we've been through the last two and a half years Mm -hmm. and just keeping just inputting joy into my brain every day so i'm not paying attention to what's going on around me yeah and it's it's funny because they they really do they shape they shape who you are and they shape how you learn to look at things mm-hmm. you know like uh like just just an example slash quick plug me and my husband actually we just opened up our our own podcast and we named yeah we named it you be the judge from the Kevin and Bean segment, you be the judge. And I'm actually, <laughs> nice. I'm, yeah, I'm actually friends with Omar. So I reached out to him and I told him, Hey, we're starting up a podcast. This is what it's about. Can you make me an intro? And he goes, yeah, sure. He goes, tell me what it's about. So that way I could do it for you. So I told him, okay, don't laugh at me, but it's called you be the judge. Yes. We sold it from you and from the Kevin and Bean show. So just work with it. And I want something catchy, something funny, and something short. He said, okay, I got you. And the next morning, he goes, what's your email? So I sent him my email. He goes, and so when I got the email, he said, just use the original You Be the Judge intro from the Kevin and Bean show. You be the judge right now. You can be the judge right now. You be the judge. Here comes the judge. You So I was like, yes, <laughs> I was nice. happy. So for our podcast, we are going to be using the original uh, intro from the segment. And it's called You Be the Judge, like Kevin and Bean had for that segment. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going on the subreddit, Am I the A-hole? Mm-hmm. We're going to be pulling all of these <laughs> stories. And we are going to be arguing over who we think is in the wrong, the person who is the, the poster or the one that they're complaining about. And me and him are going to flip a coin and see who has to defend which party. Uh-oh. And yeah, so we actually have, we were listening back to it and we were like, oh my gosh, the way we look at things, we totally got from Kevin and Bean. <laughs> we, <laughs> And I catch myself all the, I caught myself, I think like four times in the podcast, because there was times where I got a side that I didn't want to defend. I didn't want to defend it, but I had to, because that's the side that I was assigned. So when my husband's like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense what you're saying, this and this and this, I go, you don't know, man, 
<laughs> and that's like and the gavel you know you don't know man that's the final judgment exactly thank you, thank you. <laughs> but like yeah and we actually we do drops like the kevin and bean show i you know so they yeah they really shaped who i am as a person and shaping who i am as a person then into my work you can tell if you're a kevin and bean fan you can totally get that vibe so how many how many times a week is that going? Uh, we actually just launched it on Friday, and we're going to oh. be releasing one episode a week, and the release date will be every Friday. Nice. I hope you're using Anchor. Hashtag <laughs> 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 we, uh, <laughs> we actually, um, when we were trying to find the, the company, we went with, we had no idea how to even start. So we just kind of were looking around and I seen, you know how Janky Town every Monday when they release an episode, their Twitter says, check out my new episode and then hashtag Podbean. Yeah. So, so I was, I was looking at Twitter and I told my husband, hey, let's check out Podbean. That, it looks like that's what the guys use on Janky Town. And that's just what we went with. We were just like, okay, it looks uh, good. So this we- is getting cut then. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> i'm sorry don't know do not apologize and first of all before we continue anything like edwin's being the old over here acting like he even knows what platform we're on um if you first of all want to appear on camera but don't feel comfortable with your face being shared and or want us to cut any of what we're talking about out of the episode you can always reach out to us and say that so we just as a caveat like if you if you feel like you don't want to say like a name or anything like that or say something in confidence we're not going to be gotcha journalism you (laughs) just just so you know (laughs) we are the opposite of journalism yes (laughs) yeah i i appreciate that thank you yeah no the only reason why i have my camera off is because my kids are in the house and I, I know them. They're going to be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. So I had right. to like, I had to come to my garage and you're going to see all my husband's like workout equipment and car tools. <laughs> it's just easier nice. like this. Yes. Right. No, getting, no worries either way. I'm getting memories of the Doto episode. But you know what? It's funny that you guys mentioned Doto. He messaged the Chuckleheads page mm-hmm. thinking it was Bean. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he thought I was Bean, so he just messaged me. He DM'd me. And he's like, "Hi, Bean." So I was like, "Hi, Joe. This isn't Bean, but I'm a huge fan. I just wanted to let you know though that this isn't Bean." And he he never responded. He just left it on red. But I I couldn't help it. I took a screenshot and I sent it to Omar. I'm like, "Look who messaged me!" <laughs> Sweet spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I miss Doto's podcast. I keep saying that every day. <laughs> He's you, magic. Have He's you reached really out to magic. him to create a new podcast with him, Christopher? I have, and he did not reply. But. Oh, he <laughs> ghosted you too. Damn. Mm-hmm. International man of mystery. Exactly. Right? <laughs> that reminds us that, you know, now we like, we had like Kevin on and we had like Ralph on and stuff that blows my mind to this day. But we heard from some of their like, we played a clip that had like three words from Jensen on and someone on the social club said, Oh my God, when that came on, I tuned it off. I'm like, we've made it now because people hate something on our show and they just tuned it out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yep. That's how you know you made it once you start getting those negative comments. Yep. <laughs> right. But you know what? I mean, I, I posted something a couple, like a couple days ago that somebody requested and Jensen came out and someone commented, oh, there's the, the Muppet that killed the show. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, I, I just was like, you know what? Whether if you liked him or you didn't, he was part of the show. Exactly. And he, you know, there was parts where he came in and some of the most memorable moments of the show, like for example, when they were doing the, the game, um, Kevin and Roki, and Kevin started singing the interrupters and he completely messed up the lyrics. Jensen is all over that clip. You hear him laughing. You hear him making fun of Kevin. So it's like, you know what? Whether you like him or not, he was part of the show. Even if it was toward the end, whether or not your opinion is if he killed it or not, everybody has their own opinions, but he was part of the show. When Kevin and Bean started, nobody liked them. Everybody was team poor man. Exactly. I, and I remember this growing up. A lot of people couldn't stand them. And um, they just kind of kept at it. And that time where they did the fake murder call-in, I, I kind of yeah. thought, looking back on it, I would think, oh, that, I thought that show should have ended there because they were a little unpopular. But the radio station stuck with them, thankfully, and they kept going. Yes. And... Jimmy, the sports guy, he was unpopular when he came on. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, yes. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah. And so, and Adam Carolla a little bit, because a lot of people like Michael, the maintenance man. And then mm-hmm. you go on, when Ralph came on, he was the new guy. So everybody that comes on the show is unpopular at first. And then they yeah. just gain a following just being there. So, yes, like Edwin exactly. says, like Edwin says, maybe Jensen would have become popular at some time. I like Jensen. I stand up yeah. for Jensen. I thought he was good for the show. I liked the, his experiences and his background. You know, they could tell their old stories to Jensen that we had heard, but we still love hearing. I, I was a fan. Yeah, yeah. I think he was getting it, 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 somewhere. Like, at, and it, it was like a give it time type of situation. But at that point, it was almost like a like Star Wars fandom kind of thing where anybody knew that's going to be introduced, especially if they're a different thing than what I'm used to is just going to meet with so much resistance, no pun intended until like years and years and years after he's on the show. Well, and Allie got a lot of hate when she came on the show too. A lot of hate. Oh yeah. She got bad hate, really, really bad hate. And she still got it. Like even when Jensen joined the show, people were giving Allie you know the heat for that and Ali had nothing to do with it yeah i'm sure there's still someone that's team poor man out there giving 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 to be the stink guy <laughs> yeah the guy's I feel like, poor man I, honestly you've said poor man now like three times in the span of a couple minutes i'm <laughs> i'm wondering if you're team poor man yeah he's team poor man are you a he poor doesn't man even like Kevin and Bean. I, yeah i'm a infiltrator i started yeah he's a mole i started a podcast for the rival team <laughs> this is the long con i'm telling yeah, you we're gonna con, have so. our own dateline special christopher rosales was the live comes out <laughs> eventually I, once i figure out where bean lives i'm gonna have a party at bean's house Oh. Uh, that, oh, so here, see, we just did a go. bonus episode about Beans moving and where he's moving to, and mm-hmm. now Christopher is oh. going to be right. stalking him. 
Were you at that party with poor man? The force. Oh, I was like move? 12 years old. Dude. <laughs> you could have still been there. I was going to say, that doesn't mean you weren't there. No. You don't know, man. 12 year olds party. <laughs> well, so. Okay. It, when I was growing up, when Kevin and Bean came on, poor man was everywhere in LA. Looking back at what poor man did for the, and what that was annoying about poor man, that's why he was everywhere. He took any gig. He would take any time on K-Rock. Um, he started out reviewing food, and that's how we got his name, Poor Man, like where to eat for a dollar in Los Angeles. So, And then he started just filling in and filling in. And so if, if there was a K-Rock event in Orange County, Poor Man was there. If there was a K-Rock event in Hollywood, Poor Man was there. So Poor Man was just all over Los Angeles, just uh, probably on a bunch of cocaine trying to get everywhere and get as much attention as he could. And so I think that's what a lot of people associated with him is that, you know, all these events that they had growing up, what he was there. And then every, all the other DJs like Richard blade, like if you had Richard blade hosting something, you were a very bougie event. That was like the, the cream of the crop of the K rock DJs was right, Richard yeah. blade hosting your party or hosting your, uh, prom or whatever he whatever they hosted and then there was like Romando and then there was uh, Swedish Eagle was also there as well and uh, who's the other one who was the other there was a bunch of other DJs like that but poor man was everywhere and poor man would show up at everybody's things so and the thing is, is there, there really are um, people who still defend poor man and and I know that because I was looking for a request that someone had and I came across this trailer for a movie that somebody was actually trying to do about poor man. And yeah, it, it's. Oh, uh, I love that. Let me see if I could send it to you guys on the Quitters Never Give Up page. Home yeah. Poor man movie. I was just thinking when you were saying that, Christopher, that would make a killer movie because that was a crazy time, you know, the early days of K Rock. I'm sure it's going to be on the documentary because 1987 to 19. 19- oh. Drew's here. It's Drew. Drew. I hey, made Drew. it. <laughs> I made it. Just in time for the poor man talk. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a teaser. And I was wondering, like, okay, are they ever going to make this movie? I, I don't think they are. I think a lot of things keeping poor man around is poor man. Poor man takes every <laughs> advantage he can. He'll call in for Le- Bean's last day and then plug his show. You know, like this trailer is two years old, so I don't know if they're ever going to release it. But I, I wanted to watch it because he always paints himself to be the victim and puts all the blame on Bean. And it wasn't just Bean that was the reason he got fired. His behavior with everybody else was what the Bean was the final straw. I think exactly. If even exactly. if you could say that. He was hated at Loveland. Yeah. Like, that was a known fact. Not popular. We had Gia DeSantis on, and she talked a little bit about him, too. So he, his behavior was... And he, he didn't go, she didn't go into it, but his behavior was pretty out there, is what I've heard. I remember... I don't, I don't remember where I heard it, but I remember someone talking to Dr. Drew about poor man. And Dr. Drew was just straight up, like, you know, he he's in the situation where he's in because of his own actions. 
he's the one who put himself there and he's the one who because of how he acted how things ended up the way that they did yeah and he still hates mike catherwood for taking over loveline three hosts after he got replaced so yeah he's yeah. got he's oh, definitely he got can't stand adam either oh yeah well, I had heard also that he attempted to start a on-air letter-writing campaign to take the Man Show off the air back in the day and got told by higher-ups that you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah, is yeah. poor man. That's, that's funny. Welcome to Poor Man's Morning Rush. I didn't even know what K-Rock was. It was like an underground station where cocaine deals were going down in the corridors, but they were playing this incredible sound. Bean of Kevin and Bean got me fired from K-Rock. I couldn't get any job whatsoever. I was broke. I didn't have sex for like over a decade. Having a show on KOCI gives me a chance to be back in the game. And I found a comfort level within being on the edge every single day. Yes, good morning. You're live on KOCI. Um, can you let Kevin and Bean know that the poor man's on the line? So let me ask you a question just um, because mm -hmm. I'm kind of fascinated by you because I know from your Twitter handle that we were, we're the same age, we're born in the same year. So, but like mm -hmm. for me, like poor man was just whoosh. I, I never even knew he was a thing. So you talked a little bit about your background in the Kevin and Bean show, but like what ages and like, why did you start listening and what ages were you really super into it? I started listening loyally on my own when I was 12. And I was introduced to them when I was around maybe, maybe eight, because my, my brother listened to them and he would, like, I remember he would be cleaning his room or washing the car and he would be, you know, have, he would have Kevin and Bean on and I would just hear it, you know, and I would, at the time being so young, I just thought, Hey, these guys have funny voices, you know, and they're laughing at each other. So that to a kid appealed to me. And then as when I hit 13, I was looking for something to listen to while I was getting ready and I left it on Kevin and Beat. And from then on until 2020, my station never left 106.7. <laughs> what about when they did the practical joke of switching stations? Did you flip to the other station where they went, where they were the Baker boys? Would I you like to don't that remember back? that. Would you? Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's how I I became so obsessed with them. It's because my I heard my brother would listen to them. And then from there I just kind of like I fell in love with them. And I like I told you guys before, you know, because they were the the odd ones out. They were they were not the cool kids. And they owned not being the cool kids. You know, they made me feel like, hey, I don't have to be liked by other people. You know, if you were a kid who played video games, read comic books, into anything geek culture, you were not considered cool. You were considered, you're, you're a nerd and 
you know, I was picked on so, so much as a kid about that. But, you know, I mean, Kevin and Bean taught me, okay, that, that's fine. You don't like me. I'm going to be perfectly fine being an uncool kid. Yeah, because they would bring on a lot of acts that weren't cool. Like, I have a clip for the, the Roundup where uh, they, they bring in, um, uh, what is that band? Um, Which one? More, Can you be more specific? More impor- yeah, that band. Okay. I keep wanting to say, oh, I keep I wanting to say Asia because that's from the Ralph report this week. But even Frank uh, Murphy was talk- was bringing in, um, I can't. Wesley Willis? No, no. Wesley Lincoln Willis Park, was- Green Day, no doubt. No, yeah, older than that. Gr- uh, uh, school, like, keep what? going. Come on, you're right in my wheel. Boingo, boingo. Count, count Smokey Love. <laughs> Fred Schneider. The Monkees. <laughs> the B-52s. John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon. Um, no, where's Frank? Uh, Air Supply. Where's Frank Murphy? Air oh, supply. Air Supply, nice. <laughs> so Frank Murphy, oh, wow. <laughs> they had Air Supply on for a singles party. The Loser's Singles Party. And it, it he talks about it turning into just a total party. That Air Supply was supposed to bring in acoustic instruments, but they brought in electric instruments. And everybody that was there just had the best time. And it was like one of the best times of his life. I mean, yeah. For the roundup, I... I, well, I messaged you guys. Frank Murphy has air supply on. I think I might miss this episode. And I listened to it, and it turned out to be a really good episode, um, even though it was air supply. And I still don't know any air supply songs. I'm all out of love. Oh, I'm so, so lost without you. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, keep going. No, no. <laughs> That's all I know, and I only know it from Van Wilder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't they have so, making yeah, love out just... of nothing at all? Isn't that them? Making love <laughs> out of nothing at all. This has uh, turned into an impromptu karaoke session. Yeah, yeah so. We're I... going to make a compilation album. Come on, I... Bananas. You got to know an air supply song. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm a female Kevin. I All those songs you guys were singing, I know them all, but I did not know they were air supply. <laughs> So it's like all this music I would listen to because of my parents. They would always play that music around me, but I I didn't know that it was Air Supply. I know of the band Air Supply. So if you say the name, hey, have you heard of Air Supply? Yeah, of course I have. Did you know they sang that song? I did not know that. Not a clue. <laughs> the Kevin in me uh, hates classic rock and Air Supply is well on that list. But <laughs> This has been the Air Supply Hour. But they would also bring in Wayne <laughs> Newton, Schmeckfest, all kinds of things that they intentionally wanted. It seemed like they wanted to go out of being cool. This was my point. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, it it's obvious because of how loyal they were to Sam. Sam was the, <laughs> the consistent, like everybody hated Sam and Kevin's like, but I love him. So deal with it. <laughs> I, I remember Ralph talking how he was the deciding vote. And it was whether because because he was the tiebreaker. <laughs> a lot of power. I actually oh, I... wanted to say really fast before I forget right now that I that I see Edwin. Uh, somebody requested, and I need to go and actually find those episodes. Uh, but somebody requested if I could pull any clip, doesn't matter, but any clip with listener Edwin. 
And I said, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll go back and look for it. I said, you know, the, they, and they told me you should find his, how to find, how to get a hold of him, find his Twitter or something. So that way you could just say, hi. I said, well, Edwin actually follows this page and he flipped out. No way. I'm following the same page that Edwin is. Oh my gosh. That oh, just wow. made my day. <laughs> Who is this person? This is making my day. <laughs> I've got a fan. Oh, right. You have a fan, Edwin, a very, very excited fan that he was following the page that you were following. Was it Edwin? Well, yeah, it could have been me just pranking you. <laughs> was that, it that Edwin? That guy's got an almost famous story now. <laughs> yeah, just a, I get, yeah, I'm calling this into being. Well, if I got stuff on, I would go back and clip it like that day before I forgot. So I've got like everything I've ever done. So if you need something, I've got it. <laughs> pick pick your favorite. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> pick, pick it, um, pick whatever your favorite is and then send it to me. That oh, way okay. I can get that request out. That's so Maybe. sweet and wholesome. That, oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was so, so excited. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm following the same Kevin and Bean page that Edwin is. Like, and he was just so excited. <laughs> Are you going to be able to tag this individual or do they wish to remain anonymous? I usually don't um, like say who's, you know, just because like I want to, I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Cause like me personally, like if somebody were to be like, Hey, geometric bananas, said how much she loves Mike I'd be like oh my gosh like you know I would get super shy I I, I have anxiety so it, I mean Drew knows I hung out with Drew and he he saw me in person yeah. so I I do have anxiety so if somebody were to do that to me I would be like please no I'm just gonna go crawl under a rock so I typically don't do that to, to people unless they say it's okay I'm giving you permission to say this well ask them if they want to be on their show Oh, yeah. I was gonna say we need to have this person. <laughs> if if you're someone's as deep cut as a an Edwin super fan, then holy moly! <laughs> well, tell yeah. them we'd love to have him on. Whoever it is, yes. This is okay. a fever I'm... dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll dig through the DMs that I have, and then I'll um, I'll reach out to him see if he wants to. Appreciate that. We always say yeah, on this probably. podcast that this it's like a vessel for our own narcissism. And we always, we just had the conversation <laughs> about talking about when we're, we get calls on like a cup of tea. Um, and it's so funny that you talk about, am I the asshole too? Because I called the cup of tea and I disguised my voice and I was like mocking and am I the asshole clip? And like, it was just <laughs> big thing. And like, it, it was so funny. So like, I, I can't wait to hear your podcast too, because like, I love the idea of like being in debate club and having to defend a, an idea that you don't necessarily agree and, with. And, and honestly, I mean, you can ask the coven and you can ask Drew too, because he saw a little bit of this too. Me and my husband, the way we are with each other, Oh God! It's, yeah, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. I I have respect for you as a couple. <laughs> we the way me and him are. It, a lot of times, people don't even sometimes believe that we're married because we we clash like best friends. I mean, we were best friends before we even started dating, but the the dynamic that we have with with each other is more on a friendship than our marriage. So like we that's just how we are so the first episode you know we're kind of getting our sea legs so we're going to be a little bit more 
a little bit more toned down than usual, but as we go, our full personality is going to come out and you're going to see how we are with each other. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. I'm going to, I think I'm going to make it part of the roundup. Then I get in there somewhere. Thank you. If that is okay with oh, you. Oh, we yes, don't ask permission for that. We need consent. And the other thing too, is like, you know, we, we, we feel your pain as far as like thinking about, you know, if we ever got a cease and desist letter and like, we, we always talk about, you know, like we're, we're always reusing someone else's jokes and we're always posting someone else's content and everybody the the great thing about the Kevin and Mean show, like you were saying, is that they're willing to share that, but you know, like, mm-hmm. for example, if we were complete dick faces, we could just like play all of your clips and be like, Hey, look at these clips that we came up with all by ourselves and like completely cut you out of the equation. And that's just fucked up. And that would be shitty in all different ways. So like, we're always cognizant of like the tremendous amount of work that you and Kevin Stockdale and Drew and all these people do in order to get this content out to us. Oh yeah. And I have always said from day one, you know, like somebody told me, Oh, you know, you're, um, you're doing the Lord's work and all that. And I said, you know what? I appreciate that. But the the one who above, like after Kevin and Bean, the first one to get credit is Kevin Stockdale because he's the one who pulled all of this together. A lot of this would not be possible without Kevin Stockdale, Mm -hmm. you know? So of the Kevin and Bean little spinoffs, I guess you could say, not even spinoffs because, you know, none of us were part of the original show but I guess like the little I don't know what to call it words are hard but (laughs) (laughs) I'll just just say all of us like on our little fan pages Mm -hmm. number one is Kevin Stockdale yeah definitely for sure he is our lord and savior He's the Stan Lee of the KBC for us. <laughs> yeah. Well played. See, yeah, this so. is why Drew gets me. He knows how to speak my language. That is the perfect way to put it. <laughs> yeah. For me well, personally, like I, if I had, if that had not existed, I probably would not have even gotten into Kevin and Bean at, at some point in my life. Like it would have just been a, a passing fancy for me. I would have been completely yeah. cut off for over a decade. And like, honestly, it was because of the archive that when I lived overseas, I could even get a taste of home. And of course it was Kevin and Bean. So like, that's something that I'm very thankful for, especially with him. Yeah. So everybody yeah. donate to his site. Keep it going. Stop but you him. remember one day, I think Christopher might've texted us all. He says, uh, the Stockdale site is down. Did you guys notice that? And my first thought was, okay, our show's over. Because <laughs> we can't do the show without Stockdale. <laughs> right? <laughs> Been real. Yeah. We're going to recreate the episodes with puppets from memory. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, why aren't we doing that? Wait, why is that not a thing already? Oh, sounds like someone's volunteering for a new exactly. segment on a Quitters Never Give Up podcast and or their own segment. It's a it, lot of work. It, it's not like I have a shopping <laughs> cart with like actual Muppet puppets in it already. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we start with some of the segments from our podcast? Or is there yeah. anything else uh, you want to promote, Geometric Bananas? Um, no, nothing really. Just, you know, if you guys like a little bit of Kevin and Bean humor, but want to just you know, sit with some popcorn and listen to other people's drama, you know, you can follow <laughs> uh, my new podcast, You Be the Judge. It's me and my husband. We just pull 
stories from the Am I the A-hole subreddit and we flip a coin to see who we have to defend and then we argue and call each other stupid over who <laughs> who gets to like who gets to win that episode and then at the end you can go on you know YouTube or any of our social medias and say who you think is in the wrong therefore you are the judge you be the judge um and follow chuckleheads it's on instagram and on twitter nice and the podcast is going to be from podbean but available on yeah it's currently already up on uh apple Podcasts and spotify and audible we're trying to get it on google Podcasts, but it's um it's already up on those apple Podcasts, spotify and audible yay wonderful <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another fantastic episode of Quitters Never Give Up. Um, we want to thank Geometric Bananas for joining us. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, catch her on her Chuckleheads page, both on Instagram and Twitter at KB Chuckleheads, right? KB.Chuckleheads. Uh, KB.Chuckleheads. I should get those things right. And join her for her new podcast, You Be the Judge. Thank you, everybody. Have a great time. Bye. 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 I just want to add, you're defending the him, the poster. No, you are. No, you're defending. You got heads. You read the story. You're silently said. Yes, you're defending the poster. Hold on. <laughs> no, you didn't. Hold on. Wait. No. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. 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 No. You did it. No. Oh, you did it. Uh, I was defending the the fiance. No. You're defending yeah, the poster. But, no, 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 no. I'm saying my argument. My argument this whole time, I was defending the fiance. Yeah, but I said you said you did. The, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Was I defending the wrong person? This you were whole defending time? his friend. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you do not do drugs. <laughs>